0: I am the owl man. Gosh, that bird is loud, I said to Eric late one night. It sounds like an owl. Eric was caught up in a Val McDermid mystery and didn't hear me. Listen, there it is again. Definitely an owl. Or wait, it kind of sounds like a person impersonating an owl. I had Eric's attention now. I shut off the air conditioner, which sounds like a small plane taking off. There it was, an owl-like cry, once, twice. Must be teenagers, trying to be funny, I said. It was a hot August night in our quiet little country town. I don't think about how quiet it is, how few cars even drive past after dark until there's a sound or a car. I guess we take the peacefulness for granted. Eric went back to his book, and I went back to mine, Name, Costers. What's Mine and Yours?, The sound of the owl hooting teens disappeared, maybe to the house down the road that has an above ground pool. What would it be like to grow up in a place like Catskill? But a few minutes later, there it was again. Hoot! Hoot! A human making an owl sound, just one person. The cry sounded a little more desperate now. Listen, they're coming back this way. I started to feel a little anxious. A friend was staying with us and he had a big white van he'd bought from a church down south and it still said stuff about the Lord on it. What a great idea for touring. Who's going to mess with a van like that? But I wondered if this alien van from way out of town would somehow draw a person who was possessed by an owl towards it. I wondered if our friend who'd settled in for a quiet night in the country downstairs in the guest room heard the owl and I hoped he didn't think it was some weird sex thing we get up to in this part of the world. I shut off the air conditioner again and turned off the bedroom light so I could raise the shade and peek out. The owl sounds were getting closer.
1: Whoo Whoo!
0: Under the streetlight at the end of our little dead-end road I saw a man. He was pitched forward, walking at a fast pace. I could see his skin glisten under the streetlight, like he was sweating. He let out another hoot. It seemed like he'd walked to the edge of the village and then turned around to head back towards the town. I imagined neighbors all along the street out front, peeking out their windows just as I was doing, wondering what to do. The guy wasn't hurting anyone, but I felt disturbed because he was disturbed. Where would he go? Should we do something? I asked Eric. I remembered life in the city where people talking and shouting to themselves had almost been the norm. I felt bad for even thinking I should do something. And then the owl sounds got further and further away and were gone. Where did all these people come from? I asked Eric. We were waiting in line for lunch in a new cafe in our little town. A lot has changed around here since the pandemic. We live in the country, but sometimes it feels like New York City. And when did artists become so uniformly good-looking? I mean, is that a requirement now? If you want to call yourself an artist, that you have to also be attractive? When we were young, artists couldn't even afford soap or hot water. They were kind of sweaty and unfortunate, the sort of people who couldn't get regular jobs. Now they're polished. At least the young people who buy lunch at the cafe in the new artist studio space all seem to be. Their skin is perfect. Their clothes are nice. What the hell is going on? Last Friday, I drove down to Queens to visit my dad. I arrived by 10 a.m., and it was almost 100 degrees. My dad wanted to go for a walk anyway. I told him no, and we sat outside and talked for a while, mostly about how lonely he is. It breaks my heart. Then he said, wasn't it time for me to be getting back home? I'd been there less than an hour. I was home by three, and when I looked at my phone, I saw friends posting that Nancy Griffith had died. It was like hearing about the death of a long-ago lover, someone who'd shaken me in a major way, but then I'd moved on, as I have a habit of doing. Maybe the sense that Nancy Griffith was the same kind of questing soul as I am, or was, is what drew me to her in the first place. I admit I hadn't thought of her or listened to her in years when I read about her passing away at the age of 68, but it hit me hard and it reminded me how much she'd meant to me. In the 80s, I was listening to Graham Parsons and Merle Haggard and reading Raymond Carver, Larry McMurtry, and Bobby Ann Mason. And Nancy Griffith's songs were the intersection of country music and a modern kind of American storytelling that was anchored in details you could see and hear and taste. Her voice and appearance was feminine, almost coy, but there was a tough core there, like wire fence, tensile, forged of steel. I felt all kind of regret at her passing. Why had I never even seen her play? Regret that I hadn't met her. Would we have gotten along? I'd been on a flight once where she was in first class and her band were back in economy. That's pretty standard, but I felt like I had more in common with them than with her. Like she was on an elevated trip I didn't have the confidence or drive for. When I read people saying she never got her due, I think, what is ever enough? She was the biggest kind of folk music star you can be, but you give your life to something and you want somebody to notice. Owls represent wisdom, right? But also transition, change, transformation, trusting the mystery. It is common to feel spiritually activated when you see or hear an owl. They are messengers from the spirit realm. A week or so after the hooting guy, Eric and I waited in line at our beloved high-low cafe for some coffee. If you think all we do is stand around buying coffee and stuff at local cafes, you're probably right. And a guy we kind of know came up behind us. Hey, how's it going? He said, hey, he moved in a little closer. Have you guys heard anything about um vandalism going on here in town? We must have looked confused because he quickly shook his head. Nah, it's probably nothing, just some flowers being dumped in the creek and I couldn't help myself. I had to join in. There was this thing the other night, I said. There was this guy hooting like an owl. It was really eerie. He sounded upset. We didn't really know what to do. Oh yeah, the guy said, owl man. He lives up at Round Top. He's got some problems, but he's okay. Wait but Round Top's like 15 miles from here. Does he drive? How does he get to town? Does he just like park on Main Street and then walk around hooting like an owl because at least down here there's people who will hear him and wonder what the hell's going on? Up in Round Top, there's like nobody. I guess it's kind of like that, the guy said. Anyway, he's okay. He's just going through some stuff. I decided I love Owl Man. I feel like he speaks for many of us. Aren't we all going through some stuff? What's the use of hooting from the mountaintop when no one can hear you?
1: He was a flyer for the Air Force On a plane from San Antonio I was traveling to London He was going off to Buffalo Changing planes in Pittsburgh we got grounded in a storm And I would give anything To be on that flyer's arm We played cards, mostly blackjack As we set out on the tarmac Sang songs we knew in Spanish As we both loved songs of language it heard me on the radio, I'd seen the flyers of San Anton, and I would give anything to have that flyer for my own. God bless the flyer who would be flying. give anything to see that flyer flying tonight he said he'd never married cause his heart was in the clouds and I said I was too clumsy that I broke the wings of the loves I found he shouted out his name to me as I ran to make my flight I would give anything to see that flyer fly in the night. God bless the flyer who will be flying home tonight. I would give anything to see that flyer fly in the night. one year i watched the war in london and the airport leaving london and i wondered if i'd know him if i saw his wings in motion did i leave my heart in pittsburgh in the lightning of that flight i wish that you could tell me now will he be flying home tonight the flyer who would be flying home tonight I would give anything to see that flyer flying tonight God bless the flyer who would be flying home tonight See that
0: flyer fly in the night. You've been listening to Diary
1: of Amy Rigby. Thanks for listening.